2: Good evening. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. I'm trying voices. Uh, Matt Sarah, and myself talked to Dustin Poirier, and we also talked to Cody Garban today. Very fun episode, and uh, Cody gets interrupted, and no one likes it.
3: He may
0: finish here. Oh, he he kick out kick. Out it here. He's out. It's all over. Knockout. Good job. Right. UFC and digital media present UFC Unfiltered. With Jim Norton and Matt Serra, powered by digital media, find your voice. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Indeed we
2: are. And whoever uses this studio before we do can looking, go... What are they, commit a homicide on this look, fucking look, counter? Look at right there. It's just gross. Look at that. It's all sticky shit. And somebody's going to think it's you. They're going to be like, ah, oh, Jim jizzed all over his... So annoying. Over the desk. I know I sound like a prima donna, but how about this? I I hate to say this as a grown man, but if you make the counter sticky, how about you clean it? Yeah. If I have the decency to wipe off a girl's back, the least you can do is wipe off this counter. Although I have been yelled at for not doing it, so I understand how you forget once in a while and someone else puts their hands in it and they're angry. Right? Well, you know... Fucking annoyed That's how
1: start it off? I love yeah, it. Yeah,
2: I'm annoyed. Um, <clears throat> you know what
1: I'm not annoyed about? What? How great Dean Thomas was on was this episode. so much fun, man. He's a fun guy. He's got a good laugh. It's a funny laugh. Yeah, he's a good dude. Oh, he enjoyed man. himself. I believe in... You, do you believe in energy, like good energy from people? Course. Isn't it so
2: true? Very true. People are you know? shitty energy. There's nothing worse. That's right. Toxic energy. There's nothing worse. I just put on
1: um, what Chris the producer was talking about. I just put on Instagram... Uh, one of my guys, I gave a uh, Joe uh, Mungi. I, I kill his last name. I call him Slim. I haven't called him Joe in my life. Uh, one of my, I gave a black belt out last night, and this guy is just uh, such a talented, talented guy. So good, and uh, you know he doesn't fight or anything, but um, he gets he helps get all my uh, major players like Weidman, everybody ready for fights because he's just such a good jujitsu um, practitioner. So I gave him a black belt last night, That's and I great. put that on Instagram.
2: Did he know yeah. he was going to get it? How oh did, no, I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm old school with that, man. How and did I, you give him? How's a black belt get given?
1: You could see it right on Instagram. It's right there, man. After a hard night training, I lined up everybody. I lined up everybody up against the wall, and all the black belts are, are usually sitting with me in the front. Why? Because they deserve to be there. Sure. Guys, put their time in. So, uh, and then, you know, I usually talk about either really quick if they're, I mean, this is Tuesday night classes though. It's a rough, rough training session. How long is it? Uh, we usually, we start at six and we get done by around like whatever, seven, whatever it is. But it's a lot of rolling, a lot of training, a lot of black belts, a lot of, a lot of just, uh, beasts, you know? So it's a really good night for training. And afterwards, we usually congratulate somebody. Like Aljo came in last night. Everybody's clapping for him because it's the first time he came in since his fight. So everybody was uh, – I should have taped that. Everybody yes, was of course. clapping for him. And then I make announcements on uh, upcoming fights or upcoming upcoming competitions, whether it be uh, uh, you know a UFC, a big one like a UFC fight or a, a mixed martial arts uh, local thing or even a, a grappling competition coming up for guys that did well. And then you know, once in a while, I'll break out a promotion.
2: You know, break out a belt, and no so. one knows it's coming.
1: Nah, no, just just a couple of my uh, my my right hand men. You know what I mean. So uh, that's it, man. So after class last night, it was a good crowd there, and I go, it's time, man, because this guy's strangling my black belts for a bit. Sure,
2: yeah. Had he been asked, did asked? Do they ever ask you, hey, when am I get my belt? If now? anybody
1: asks for a belt, I learned I learned this from Henzo Gracie a long time ago. Because <gasps> back in the day, I remember, you know, this guy wanted his blue belt. Hey, man, could you ask Kenzo? You know, man. You know, when he's gonna give me a blue belt? Uh, my buddy Dario back in the day. So I went to Enzo, and I'm like, Enzo, you think Dario this guy's up for a blue belt? What the fuck is that? How loud is that? Is that dog Lewis. barking? Yeah. yeah, we hear Lewis. Does Lewis know we got a show? Listen, I love yeah. dogs, but Jesus Christ, I, hur, hur, hur. people don't like my barking. They, they probably heard that. On the you know, the dog heard.
2: in the next room and the sticky shit and, all over the counter. You, what the fuck is you this You can't place? have
1: me telling a story, and then all of a sudden I hear fucking Benji in the other room <laughs> going ballistic. I'm gone. I don't even know where I
2: was. Bring me back. You were, you were talking, talking about right, right now about cup- having peanut butter on your genitals? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know.
4: The dog no, somebody it. was asking you about uh, a blue Enzo handing out a belt. Oh,
2: yeah, shit. See, now you
1: brought me back. Yeah. And I like that dog, but I'll fucking, I'll, I'll punt that thing <laughs> out of the fucking window. I'm only kidding, Jimmy. I wouldn't do that to a dog. I love dogs. You're a good boy. But anyway, so I told Henzo. and Hanzo goes, well, who he asked? Man, I don't look at him for another six months. <laughs> I go, yeah, Enzo." So, fuck. He goes, man, you never asked for a belt. I go, all right.
2: That'd be a funny video to have. Like, if I join your class... And I'm really, like, people no. you say, like, yeah, it's Jimmy. He's been training, and I'm really below average. And then you award me with a black belt in front of the class. How annoyed they'd be. <laughs> yeah. That'd yeah. Be, yeah. I know this be... guy, listen,
1: he's been training hard on the side. Gave some DVDs to watch. I'm gonna give him, you know, give, I don't want to go crazy with a black belt. I'll give him a brown belt.
2: Yeah, yeah there you go. Him you, know? you can't how give a black belt.
1: Be. I don't want to, you know, make it like he didn't earn it.
2: They'd be so mad. Yeah, they'd be pissed. They'd be very unhappy. So where's, do we have the, I want to see the video.
1: What oh, video? Yeah. Oh, a video of uh, Slim? Yeah, it. Oh, look at this! Give about. me that phone, man, and people could hear it. Can they could, lo- oh. they could just hear what's going on, and it's not the sound effects from what the hell just happened to my phone. Oh, I'm looking at my phone. Believe oh, me, no, it's I a know. lot different what's no. on my phone than your phone. Yeah, oh dude. <laughs> <laughs> you can. All right, that look like I don't. Oh wait, hold on. I want. Wait, hold on. Now I got to start it over. Well, now
2: you just hear clapping. Wait, where's the uh, thing about you giving it to him?
1: Ah, uh, well, you know what? I got a. Lo- you know what? I got. How about this? I got a longer version. Oh, there you go. I got yeah. a
2: longer version where
1: you hear me just give a little speech. A that little, I mean, you'll get kind of the, you'll get the feel of what goes mm-hmm. on at Sarah BJJ. What the fuck am I doing? Yeah, because the Instagram one starts.
4: You just say yeah. Slim.
1: Yeah, you because know. you know why I wanted to get in everybody, giving them the, uh, giving them the um, a the props, uh, yeah. the love. That it shows the camaraderie at Sarah BJJ. <laughs> You know, I want to hear Matt's speech. All right, well, you know what? I start off with, I mean, let me see if this captures it. I don't know if you can get everything in here because it's kind of low. Let me see. Yeah, some people with fights coming up. That's what okay. I'm talking about. Lauren.
0: What's Tuesday? Even though it's What is it? can't do it lot of a I break
1: out the belt.
2: That's great. Isn't that nice? That's cool. It's you black know? belts for breakfast. Oh, there you go, Slim. I've had the same thing said about me, but you put in belts. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hey, um, that's so awesome. Now, do you think Slim knew it was coming in that little second, or do people it was there other guys who might have been like The second the second I said it was overdue and I
1: broke that thing out, every single person knew who the hell that was. All right, for. good. I got my um
2: Slim got his black belt. That's, ama- that's a that's ma- I mean, a great moment for a person.
1: Yeah, that guy, now you look at that guy. And he just looks like a tall, like like a lanky, almost like a pretty boy.
2: How long has he been training?
1: I gotta you know what? That's that's a good question.
2: More than six years?
1: Uh I'm gonna say probably around that, if okay. if not less. I mean, he I can't tell you how quick this kid took to jiu-jitsu. It was like almost like it was just in him. You know what I mean? Like he just his body, like you could go you could be mounted on him. And, like, he's the type of guy where it's almost like he could suck his own thing. You know what I mean? He's, like, yeah. so flexible. <laughs> <Sure laughs> yeah. he got that come from. But he's that flexible. Where you could be anywhere on him. Like, you could be, like, north-south on him. or And he could just take his legs up, put them on your back, and he'll scoop himself up, and he's on your back. Like, he's just one of those guys, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah, man. He's a, he's a dangerous dude. And he's such a great guy. What yeah. a nice guy. You can tell. Listen. I, I, I don't listen I'm going to break these fucking headphones I'm going to throw them out the window
2: uh, They're terrible they keep cutting what, in and out It for keeps me too. cutting
1: in and out Where are I mean, we
2: I don't know What is going on I, in this studio I, I don't know
1: what happens when we uh, leave I reset the whole thing Let me tell thing. you something I don't, something. Know. I don't well, think who's this happens for? at the, the uh, NBA the Sirius building I will I'm going to start kicking things You know I got the uh, the patience of Cody Garbrandt is what I got
2: we that. do have Cody calling in shortly, and we also have <laughs> Dustin Poirier on the phone as well today. Yeah. Cody is uh, the uh, this season of The Ultimate Fighter has been excellent. I've watched all three episodes, and uh, boy, the fucking beef between uh, Cody and TJ is really simmering, and it's real. Yes. It does not feel fake; it feels absolutely legit. Uh, these guys don't like each other, so I'm going to say, Cody, when you won the championship, were you happy? You hate me if I just ask shitty fluff questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you won, did your hand hurt from throwing karate chops?
1: <laughs> we should just do a whole interview like that. Yeah. You know?
2: Who did you meet that was famous? <laughs> <laughs>
4: who would be the, who, what fighter? Most of them would be cool and just like answer them as though you were asking real yeah. questions. Probably who would be the fighter that would just be like, what the fuck are you doing? What's your? Right? Uh,
2: who would call you out on it? John Jones probably would go like, yeah. "What?" He might answer <laughs> one and then go, "What?" <laughs> right, right. Be, oh, go cowboy. Oh, cowboy would to, definitely I, say, "Man, man. well
1: you ran?" I mean, my first rodeo, man. Um, yeah, <laughs> he'll, <laughs> he'll he'll give a response like when Chris told him to get closer to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? He just looked at you with
2: disgust.
1: Absolutely,
2: Cormier <laughs> would answer your questions uh, for a little while. I mean, yeah. you know, guys will try to you know probably be, they probably they humor you.
1: Yeah, right. exactly.
2: Um. Dana would laugh and answer one, and then just and then just fucking be annoyed. So, uh, yeah, a little bit of uh, a little bit of um, fucking static happening. Uh, Anderson Silva, yes, yes, I love this shit. Let's talk about it. I would love him to have. uh, By the way, fighters, I hope fighters know that if you call in the show, if we talk to you about something. You're not going to be edited. I know people think, well, you guys are the UFC's podcast, so fighters might be hesitant to say things here, but uh, you're, you, nothing you say is going to be chopped out, as long as you're not libeling somebody, saying that you know, somebody's a cocaine actor, they're not. Yeah. Right. but no one is going to edit you here. It doesn't have to be... Whatever it is, it is. If you're mad at the UFC and you want to say it, you can say it. I mean, they understand that's a business. If, they're not stupid. Do we find that shit out? I'll walk out. No, I need this job, Jimmy. I'm Me too. Just, I, I'm not I, 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 I But no, I would be far. very, very went, angry if I, I found too, out there were I, I'd be angry too. I went too
1: far, so I'd walk
2: out. Anderson <laughs> uh, was furious about GSP's middle-aged shot. He goes, uh, look, when I signed my last contract, Dana, Dana White Lorenzo. I do a pretty good impression. They said, okay, when GSP is back, you go and fight Superfight, you and George St. Pierre. Now, I don't know what happened. Nothing happened. Oh, George St. Pierre is back to fight and fight for the belt. It's terrible. It doesn't make sense. I know it's a fucking business, but I'm working hard for a long time. GSP goes back and fights for the belt. I win my fight in London against Bisping. Why no putting me for fight with Bisping? I mean, I'm reading this in the cadence that they wrote it down. I don't care for the belt, but I won that fight in London. Why not put me in the fight because uh, George is not ready to fight with Bisping? What the fuck is going on? Ooh. He said he's retiring unless he fights for the interim belt, middleweight belt against Joel Romero. At two twelve, why would there be an interim belt?
1: They're saying that they, what do you call fighting quick enough or Yeah, something? they're saying Bisping, I mean, and he wants to fight but for technically, But technically, like, just it. technically, he didn't win that fight. That, that fight was, I yeah, mean, no, he's saying. I know what, he he I know what well, he, he's saying. Right. Oh, well, he's saying he feels he won in that fight.
2: Yeah, right. he's but saying he at least earned a rematch.
1: Yeah, but he, but he, yeah
2: well. he. Uh, but then again, he did kind of lose to Brunson and they gave him the decision. So that's how it all comes out yeah. in the wash. He said, I'm tired. Trust me, I'm so tired. I just talked to my team today. I talk to my friends and my family. I am tired. If nothing happens, if this fight doesn't happen anymore in Brazil, I'm done. I won't fight anymore. I'm done. The guys don't respect my story, don't respect my legacy. Everything doesn't make sense. I don't believe it. It's fucking crazy. So he wants to fight Yoel Romero in Brazil. Uh, I guess he is furious. And after Kelvin Gastelum fucked that up. I don't know. How do you fuck up a fight with Anderson Silva in Brazil? Uh, do we have Cody on the phone? Yeah, he's calling right now. Okay, cool. Is this uh, the bantamweight champion, Cody Garbrandt? How, buddy? How are you?
0: Hey, what's going on? Jim and Matt.
2: Hey, buddy. How you doing? What's up, homie?
0: I'm doing great. What's up?
2: Good job so far, man, on, on The Ultimate Fighter. I, I don't watch every episode of every season, but you and TJ are so good. It, it's, it's obvious uh, that you guys have a genuine, real displeasure being around each other.
0: You know what? It was, uh, for me to be around TJ, it wasn't, wasn't bad for the first, I don't know, week Um, you know, it's weird because Dwayne and TJ, I told, you know, they kept coming up to me and trying to congratulate me on the win and, and, you know, Dwayne kept trying to shake my hand. I'm like, Dwayne, I I don't, I'm not here to be friends. I'm not here to be cool with you. I don't, I don't like you. That's, we've never been cool. Don't try to come up and congratulate me because it's fake. It's a backhanded comment. I saw you go on the media and say, Dominic was hurt. He looked off this and that. I'm like, don't just don't say nothing. Don't go out of your way to you know, be fake and, and try to compliment me on, on my win. I so said, give me a little bit of credit, but you don't. So you can just keep it at that. That was like the first day of filming, you know. Um, so I was like, it was just, it was just weird. And then proceeded them trying to be nice the whole time. And I know they're a true caller. So it was just, for me, it, it started getting old to me. I'm like, all right, this nice guy act, it's off of the cameras, you know. Um, I just kept it who I am, you know, the rational, in-your-face, you know, person that I am. You know, yeah. I don't like being around fake people or people that lie, you yeah. know, so I don't never deal well with that. I never have. And uh, that's, that's, that's raw emotion for me.
1: Yeah. No, you're definitely emotional. I, I, I definitely relate to that because I'm pretty emotional, too. I like, you know, like, I like that you say the, you know, me, the rational guy, and it got it got bad eventually. The first week, don't you grab TJ by the neck?
2: <laughs>
0: no? That the first that they showed that. I think that was the first. That, I don't know how they you know, the producers put that. I don't yeah. think that was the first week. Cause I was there a whole week. I remember cause we did to Do the, the pre-taping and the stare downs, yeah. And it was just awkward because TJ was being so nice. I think the first time we squared down, TJ looked at me and he's like, man, you, you grew. And I was like, man, I just looked at him and I said, no, you saw the came in, you know, you saw it came in and you just shrunk. Oh yeah. It was weird, man. It was like, these guys were coming, like trying to be too nice. Like it was so awkward to me. And, uh, yeah, I think that was the the second week that I grabbed them by the throat.
2: Well, it, it, it was it, Matt was right. It was really funny though, because like you, you guys, you know me, I'm pretty rational. In the first episode, you grabbed this, next, but but I <laughs> but but dude, I loved it because to oh, me, yeah. there's no bullshit with it, and the animosity doesn't feel fake. It doesn't feel like, hey, these guys are trying to sell a fight. Like before this happened, I was like, I want to see these guys fight because I knew you guys had a genuine, and you're both great fighters, so it, it's it's a real thing.
0: Right. Yeah, it's an appeal to it because TJ, I mean. He, he's a great fighter. He's a great, uh, you know. In this life, I need worthy opponents, and he's one of those opponents that's going to make you grow in the octagon and grow as a fighter, grow as a human in there. So, yeah, he's great. I've always wanted to fight TJ. You know, since he departed, he had the belt, and then he lost it, and it was Cruz, and I, you know, took it from Cruz. Now it's TJ, and and you know, TJ's his last few fights have you know he's he's done well. I mean, against his sure. his competition, um, so that's that's you know, and then obviously the added former teammate you know the way he left um the, the, how he continues to lie it just man i just really want to beat this guy's you know face in and then move on in this chapter because it's you know he's he's wishwashing the media and then he's you know he doesn't want to you know then he'll send me a you know private message saying it's all kinds of dumb shit i don't know man he's lost he's a lost and,
2: kind of let me as a fan too like you know again i I've spoken to you, and I know Uriah, so I tend to believe you guys because I I have more of a relationship with you. But TJ is denying it. Like, how are fans supposed to differentiate? Because, like, especially that conversation between Uriah and between uh, TJ, where he's like, "Hey, look, you gave me uh, an ultimatum. No, I didn't." And they're the only two that that seem to know the truth of it. And it's like, how is a fan supposed to differentiate exactly what happened? It's really hard to 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 weed through it all. You know, Mm -hmm. there's so many bad feelings.
0: Right. The thing is that there was never ultimatum. You know, that's the thing that upsets me the most. That I don't care, TJ. That 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 ship has sailed about him leaving and what he did. To I don't even care. You're gone. Cool. Don't continue to lie. No one ever gave you ultimatum. No one ever told you to do this or that. This guy came in. I almost got kicked out the Ultimate Fighter when Connor and Faber were uh, coaching the show. Right. And I stuck up for T- Faber and Feely and and what stemmed from was TJ. Um, you know, he's my teammate, so I'll, I'll fight for anyone on my team, you know, that's something that I'm, I'm loyal to, and <clears throat> this Team Alpha Male is something that saved my life, you know, something that was a fixated point in where I needed to get to, thought that I needed to get here as a as a teenager to be a world champion, and really, man, it was a focal point that I needed to, you know, an outlet, I needed a, my destination to, to get to to be a world champion, and really, you know, to hone my skills on martial arts and, and grow as a human around these great, great humans, but um, the thing is, that TJ was, you know, we were still, we asked when that whole thing was going, we asked TJ, like, are you with us? And he's like, I'm team mouth mail, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, so he's saying this and Connor's saying that. So I'm like, all right, this is the guy that's giving us his word. And man is only as good as his word in a handshake. So TJ's giving us his word, you know, saying that he's team mouth And then the next week he's moving to Colorado, having a meeting with Faber saying he's just doing this. And then he can't represent the team. Uh, but he still wants to come out here and, and, and train when he's in California. And Faber's like, if you can't represent the team, man, you, you're not not on the team, I'm sorry. Right, sure. And he, then he would come to the gym crying in gym, street clothes, literally crying to the, our teammates and trying to recruit them. And saying that Faber kicked him out of the gym. I remember sitting on the walls on the mat and I got up and I overheard you know, him talking in his little whiny little voice. Um, he throws it in. I got up and I was like, teach it. I'm like, TJ, that's not the deal, bro. Like, don't even sit here and try to lie and, 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 and spread these lies. You didn't get kicked out of the team. You chose to leave the team for money. Go. Be gone. Hone your – you know, just do it. Just leave. Don't come out here and make it worse. You know, like, just leave. Huh? And that's what that was. Now he's going on and saying, you know, he's – he, you know, the ultimate – he was kicked off the team. It was never that. Hey, go ahead. I don't care. If you feel good with Dwayne, go with Dwayne. You know, that's fine. You know the way. There's, I would have respect for TJ if he did it differently. You know, Joe Benavidez left, you know, around the same time and did it respectfully. You know, had his wife, you know, you know, wife now out there. And he did split camps up. You know, out in Vegas, his wife lived out there, and he was honest and and communicate with everybody that hey, this is what I'm gonna do. This is what I feel good with. We're like, all right, cool, and yeah, that's fine. And you know, you don't see him getting, you know, the team hating him. We still hang out with Joe. You know, Joe's still – You know, we still hang out. Joe's still cool with Joe. The way TJ did it was. Straight, full face, lied to everybody. The people that was his like best friends, and he's still saying in his interviews that Justin Buckles, and was still are his best friends. It's like, how can you be best friends with someone that's lies and just continues to lie?
1: It's the way he he went about it, basically. That's what you're saying, compared to how Joe yeah. did his that, thing.
0: Yeah, for sure. Exactly. They, I think if you, you it, it things could have been way different if, if TJ was manned up about it, was just real and didn't lie to everybody about it, and that would be cool. I don't care if he left the gym or. Whatever if he feels good with Dwayne, that's good. you feel good with someone to go with them you know i I might have my uncle that you know i moved out here, but I still bring my uncle out. you know that's who I've had since the beginning, so I can kind of relay on that like he feels good with Dwayne, okay, but don't sell to everybody else and lie who brought you up that's the that's the thing that i'm I'm about, and that's ship sailed for me like it's just uh the reason why everyone wants to go on the media or ask the fans or why are you guys acting so? Crazy when he left and Joe, and you're not acting like that toward Joe. It's because Joe did it differently. Sure. And TJ is still continuing to lie about everything. And then it's everybody on his team that was his friends for the past 10 years is like, dude, we can't wait for you to smash this guy. We're tired of his life. He's just lying through his teeth on national television. So that's where we're at with that. Um,
2: well Cody there's an old expression it's not the crime it's the cover up like if, if what you're saying is, is accurate which it sounds like you at least you believe it's very truthful like when Nixon you know did the thing That, like if he had just told the truth at the end of it everything would have been okay and sometimes that's the way it is like you just gotta go hey man this is why I left and it wasn't maybe the best and then everything kind of goes away because it's out there
0: yeah exactly that, and then I think even still it's like the whole show I kept like whispering in his ear I'm like bro just say admit be real with it like I was like we were beside each other I was like man just admit that it was real Admit that it was real. Admit, admit that that happened. Just admit that the way you did it was wrong. And, and it would be cool. Like, I have nothing beef towards TJ. It's more the team and, you know, I don't care. I don't have to like TJ, and I don't have to not like TJ to go in there and sure. octagon and and try to knock him out, you know he's trying to like go in there with the less beef he thinks it's a level playing field for whatever reason, you know, because he's not just fighting me, he's fighting all his former teammates and friends and people that built him to the world champion, and he left them, you know, so uh, he's not just fighting me on July 8th, and that's what he wants to try to reconcile the beef with everybody, and it stems with me because he's the one that's got to get locked in the cage with me, and I'm you know, it's not, not going to be a fun night for him.
2: And, and, and very importantly, thank you for not smashing me for mentioning Richard Nixon in a 2017 UFC interview. <laughs> um, I have a true asshole. But uh, <laughs> now, you, you, you guys are very competitive with each other. As of right now, last night, uh, Jesse Taylor defeated um, uh, Mehdi Baghdad. Am I saying his name correct? Now, you're down 3 nothing to TJ, uh, which I, I know as a coach that's got to be very frustrating because you're a good coach, and these guys are all really good fighters, but you can't make them do... What you want them to do in the ring? So, how are you handling that?
0: You know what? It's um, I've I've dealt with loss for my whole entire life, so it's it's, like, God, it's still uncomfortable and the feeling that you want to do. But literally, we're we're trying to get these guys, you know, um, and in a short amount amount of time that we have, them, we're trying to just give them the best tools they can. But still, they got to go out there and perform. That's what they're not doing. We're right there in a lot of these fights, and they're just not performing. And TJ's guys are capitalized on it. TJ went in with a game plan. Got invested. I went in, you know, with my coaches telling me not to get too Im- invested in these guys, and you know, not to become so driven on winning or losing, or because what matters is July eighth, and, and my sure. fight with TJ. But it's hard not to. You got to get to know these guys, as you know. As, as is rather just not fighters you know and, and tj is very competitive yeah, that guy would you know like i said he would sell out his mom in a game of you know chess or whatever <laughs> um, so he wants to win lose whatever he, he he wants to do that me it's it's i'm not getting invested in that but we we try i brought in the best coaches for them guys um i'm not the best coach i'm still a, a student in the game um, learning every day i'm in there helping them out but i brought my coaches in to help coach because I'm a fighter. You know, I'm not a coach. Um, TJ wants to portray that he's a coach and he does this and he does that, which is good. You know, he gave him a lot of attention. And from the episodes that I saw, so that's that's good for him. And
2: uh, well, Cody, to, yeah. to start to interrupting, what you just said kind of is the next follow up question I was going to ask because he criticized you and saying you didn't care because you weren't at the ring, but then you just say, Hey, look, I'm not a coach. I brought coaches and I'm a fighter. Is that because those guys mm-hmm. you think are a little bit better ringside and, and because they're more used to coaching and you don't want to do it just for the ego of doing it?
0: Yeah, you know, I, for myself, um, you know, maybe I'll transition in the next, you know, decade when I'm, hopefully, or however long I'm fighting for, sure. Lord willingly. Um, I'll go in there and coach, but right now I'm not a, I'm not a coach. You know, I don't have, I had better eyes when I'm in there fighting. You know, I see everything. I see openings. Um, you know, my coaches have more experience than me coaching and fighting. You know, I, I don't. So that's what I felt like. Third person in the cage, it can be more, more, more of my coaches that, you no, know, see, but I would sit there on the sidelines and, and coach and holler out. And, you know, I, I get, I feel like I'm in the fight a lot of times when I'm fighting, so I'm up shadowing. And, you know, those guys are more calm. They've had that experience. I haven't had that experience coaching, not saying that I can't coach, but something that I'm not ready to do.
2: And Justin DJ,
0: uh, you know, he wants to be you no, say that I was you know, i I'm I'm, that it was selfish of me not being on there i'm not these why how is that selfish? I'm not the best coach these guys are way better coaches than me Some for the best coaches in the corner. It's not about me. I can sit on the sideline and let those coaches go and it's good to help my coaches get the recognition that they deserve you know they don't they, they they put in all the work they put in the work the whole the whole um series or season uh to coach these guys you know out practices and grinding them through these these You know, for little pay, they should get recognition. They should get the camera time. They should get that because that's ultimately they're the one that trained these guys. I was in there training with them and doing the practices with them, but I wasn't – coaching them. And I'll come out and say that. I said that since the beginning. I'm not the best coach.
2: Well, you know, it's also too, because the unique, it's kind of like when Matt back went back in the house, you're not coaching guys who are brand new, coming up, trying to get, these are all guys who are veterans who have been around. So a lot of them have a lot of fight experience. So it's kind of hard to tell them, you know, Hey, do this when they're like, yeah, we know that we just didn't execute it. Um, And and I I think you're smart to to think that way. And Justin Buchholz was on and he said, uh, he confirmed that there was indeed uh, a tape of you uh, knocking out TJ and sparring. And uh, our own Matt Serra has seen it.
1: <laughs> I did see it. I seen, I it. I I seen it. it. I <laughs> think <it.
2: I laughs> seen it. Yeah, I seen it. So I seen it. So, anyone said. who thinks you were making <laughs> that up, you yeah, certainly yeah. are not making that up. Oh,
0: I know. That's the thing. I don't have to lie. And that's the thing. I never wanted to come out about that. The only reason that I did say something um, in the media about that is if you, if you remember, if you look back on Dominic Cruz, TJ Dillashaw, sit down with uh, John Annick. Don uh, Dominic's like, oh, yeah, you beat your teammates up. And TJ's like, yeah, as a matter of fact, for the past three years, I beat them all up. And I was like, oh, pump the brakes. I was like, I've never <laughs> – I don't remember me sitting on my – laying on my back looking up at the lights. You know what I mean? That's what I said. And then it traded into this. And Justin actually has the 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 video. It's not even my video. Justin has a video on his GoPro. I remember that day, like, four people got knocked out. Justin knocked out someone. I knocked TJ out. That's the only thing I, I – said. It's, it's practice, you know? So I was sure. like – you know, come out about it. I don't want to share the video. So I said, Hey, pick a charity and we'll donate the money. It's like, do some good for it. If it's, you don't think it's true. And, t- and the thing is like, TJ knows it's happened. That's happened a couple of times. And it's like, and he's just like, dude, we have video proof of it. So everything you say, it, the video, he says, the video never happened. It never happened. Right. Or I got knocked out and don't remember it. That guy, after that happened, the, that was the second time it happened. He chased me or not chasing me around the gym, but he followed me around the gym for like 30 minutes saying that he slipped. I'm like, dude, let it go. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you got, you slipped or I knocked you out or what. I don't care. I saw what I saw. You got up after that and did the like, stinky across the gym. I know it's like, it doesn't matter. It's, 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 it's gym, but that gave me the supreme confidence. You know, this is a guy that's hitting his pinnacle. You know, it's hitting his, you know, right before he got won the world title and I'm doing that, I'm one and oh, two and oh. This is three years ago, two and a half, two, three years ago. I'm 10 fights, 10 fights, you know, better. Not saying that TJ, since he's he's left, gotten worse, but he sure in the hell hasn't gotten better. He went from knocking guys out in the fourth and fifth round to not knocking anybody out. Not even knocking anyone on their ass in 2016. So that's that's performance space right there. Scott, I'm I mean, so that's- sorry to interrupt. He has to get to training. Oh, who's this?
1: <laughs> uh, Who is that? <laughs> uh, i Hey, I, uh, yo, yo, Cody, good. go, mom, hang up the phone. I'm on <laughs> the phone, mom. Yeah, it's like the kid.
0: Mom, <laughs> Come I gotta on. do something mom. here. Mom, you're embarrassing me. <laughs> hey, hey, you, hey, remember back on the the phone line when you call your girlfriend like fourth or fifth grade and mom get on? Like, all right, Cody, time's up. You're like, oh, we're just getting. You're
2: like, like no, mom, on. hang up. Yeah, you're like, uh, and your thing is, I'm gonna knock him out in the second round. Uh, Cody, your room's a mess. All right, guys, I gotta go. All right, Cody. I had one more uh, question for you. First of all, congratulations, so dude, on getting engaged. Uh, your fiancé is oh, gorgeous. You. And, uh, you know, I, was it uh, weird having TJ tweet a congratulations to you?
0: You know what? No, I was like, hey, it's cool, whatever. Sure. And then this guy goes on and says how much he, you know, found his love. And this, this. and then the guy messaged me yesterday, direct messaged me. He's like, man, people don't know what to do when, when we're not talking shit to each other. I'm like, talking shit to each other? Like, I don't know, he's just posting stupid ass, like, Pinterest Memes and or you know those, those memes quotes yeah. and stuff yeah. I, yeah memes whatever I don't know how to, yeah <laughs>
1: hey I'm like you Cody I would have called it I called it memes before I I've always <laughs> fucked that up I always fuck it up
0: yeah I'm just saying quotes from now on yeah okay. uh, but yeah so he did that and like messaged me and to get people don't know I I genuinely you know gave you my well wishes I'm like it's cool like I said he just doesn't want he's trying to have no beef going in there he thinks sure. it's a level playing field because he's trying to have no beef and it's I don't have the messenger back, it's whatever, like, TJ, I thanked you for, you know, giving me the best wish, it was awesome, I mean, it was it was a great time uh, to go out there, I have a video of it actually, we, it was pretty crazy, we went on a spirit quest, long story short, oh. I proposed to her, and she like got shocked, and she was in shock, and said obviously said yes, well, we didn't really say yes, she shook her head, I think she was a complete shock, start crying, you know, got emotional, and we were on these rocks, and there was uneven rocks, and um, she's like, hug me. I almost fell off of the rock, and we're on the on these big bolt, you know, vortexes in Sedona. It was hilarious. So I'll probably put the video up later or whenever. You know, it, it's it's our memory, but it, it's pretty funny.
2: Before she you go, how did you say Did you say, I want to spend my life with you, or did you actually do the traditional, will you marry me, or did you say it differently?
0: Well, I kind of did, like, a mix of Rocky and my own little, like, flair, but I was like, hey, know, we were standing on top of the, the vortex, and so I wouldn't mind spending the rest of my life with you. This is beautiful out here, huh? something like that, and then I... Got down on one knee and I said, Will you marry me? Would you mind marrying me? Now, Rocky's like, Hey, would you mind marrying me? I said, Would you mind marrying me? And she thought we were taking a picture because uh, we had our spirit guide beside us. and I gave him a phone, told him to record it. And uh, she kind of looked at me like this look, like, What the hell are you doing down there? Get up. You know what I mean? Like, but I was like, Oh, okay, will you marry me? And then it hit her. And then she just broke into tears and I said, Yeah. So it was a good memory. I actually got a little emotional too. Was, I thought I had it. I was walking up this mountain. I was out of breath. I'm like, man, I'm out of shape. Like, I just was nervous to. How am I going to say this? How, you know, I just met this guy that I'm going to give him my camera and tell him I'm going to propose to yesterday. Um, our spirit guide. It was just. It, it turned out great, man. It was all organic and just it just happened, and it, it, it was great, man. We had a, a blast out there, and you know, I went out there for myself, our our, our relationship. But now it's on, the, I'm here back in Sacramento and healthy. I have my health. I have, you know, my family, my, my fiancé, and my teammates. I'm just ready to go get back to the grind. You know, that's something that I love to do. You know, I love going and traveling and doing all these other things with the platform that, you know, with being the UFC champion or being the UFC fighter or whatever you call it. Um, but I love being out here in the gym, you know, blood, sweat, and tears with these guys and helping them advance in their career and helping me keep advancing in mine. So I'm excited to get out here. And today's sparring, so first day. You know second day back and it's sparring with some killers. So, well, I good luck, buddy.
2: It, it's congratulations <laughs> and uh, you're a great guy, man. And I'm I'm really really happy for you. I was happy when I saw that on Instagram. And uh, get to training and uh, thank you for a great season so far. The Ultimate Fighter, you and TJ are awesome together and it feels organic and real. And uh, again, man, we'll we'll see you July 8th. Good luck to you. Yeah, champ.
0: I'll probably see, talk to you guys before.
1: I hope.
2: I hope so too, man.
1: Awesome, man. Take All care, right. Cody. See you guys. All right, be good, Definitely buddy. See you guys. Take All right, care, champ. What a nice guy, man! Uh, I really like yeah, Cody. Yeah, man, he's a he's a solid dude. By it's... the way, the
2: pressure on that other poor guy when Cody Garbrandt hands you his camera and says, "I'm proposing to my fiance to right. not fuck up that shot." Well,
1: who's the spirit guide? What was that about?
2: No, he said, you know, again,
1: I a was lot of guys. Ask, but I was afraid the mother was going to pick up the phone again. Whoever that lady was,
2: I ask him next time because a lot of people have these spiritual guides, whether they're guides through sobriety or guides into religion or just spirituality or connection. A lot of guys find uh, a lot of comfort and a new way of life in that. It's not uncommon. I've heard somebody else just say they had a spiritual guide. I don't remember who. I read about it, somebody.
0: Ooh.
2: But I think it brings uh, peace and calm. And like, uh, you know, who knows? In that crazy sport, with all that fighting going on, and all that pressure, maybe it helps to have somebody who is not a coach. Sometimes you want somebody who will tell you things who's separated from you. Like there's a thing in sobriety you do where like you have to do something where you, you confess all of the things you've done wrong to somebody. And it's a, it's a spiritual cleansing. It's not about going to jail. It's not about being judged. And a lot of times you'll do that to somebody you know where they say if you don't want to, find a clergy person or a doctor, somebody who you don't know, who you can just unload on. Sometimes a spiritual guide is a little detached from you as opposed to a coach or a good friend. So they'll tell you shit that... Other people might be afraid to tell you Like a therapist In a way, yeah, they'll see things By the way, if you, this is why I love Matt Sarah. Matt's right hand is on his head right now I literally what? couldn't be no, no I, I couldn't <laughs> be making a more boring speech I apologize. No, I'm listening to you I know, but I'm sick fucking... to my own stomach about myself I'm the worst oh, no. are you, what, are you, what are you talking about? You have a therapist? Do you do therapy? Or no? here's, this is what a goose egg I am I've had, their, I've had therapists because Sometimes the penis doesn't do what you want it to and, um, <laughs> What does that mean? Sometimes it just doesn't stand up when you tell it to. Oh, you had a heart you, have, you had erection problems. I did it one time, yeah. Oh, really? At one time. Yeah, that, that my makes my adult life. <laughs> <laughs> Chris the producer!
1: yes, Chris the producer!
2: He's fired. He's, He's fired. That's perfect. no laughing matter. The best one ever. That I've was perfect. Fucking perfect. I had a doctor one time, a male <laughs> doctor. I hate male therapists. I always wanted women because they're easier to talk to. Yeah, but aren't you afraid you're gonna want to like fuck them? Not them? the ones I've hooked up with. No. Oh, really? No, I'd rather fuck Chris's beard after that. (laughs) (laughs) These women have... uh, This one guy fell asleep while I was talking to him in Highland Park, New Jersey. Oh, that's so great. I'm like, are you awake? And He goes, sorry, I had a long night. Come on, that is... Yeah. But good luck to Cody. He's very (laughs) believable. Very hard to, uh, you know... And again, TJ is too, though, so I I don't Um, know. I like both of these guys, but... Listen, people leave
1: the team, they go where they belong. I told you, Henzo crazy said that to me a long time ago. Master Henzo taught me many lessons...
2: I have to have him in here again. Yes, I would like to meet him. What are you reading? I was reading Jesse Taylor. I was saying how <laughs> oh, great he looked in that shit. fight last night. Powerful guy. He looked unbelievable in that fight. He's a guy in a way I feel bad for because he got cut. It's after season. Uh, I don't remember. Was it season seven? I don't know. So I don't remember. Yeah, and he, and he didn't lose.
1: He no, lost because he partied a little bit. And he had a
2: predestined thing though. Like he's like I was going to win that. You never know if you were going to win that fight. You mm. know, because didn't people think who did uh, did get uh, who was it that beat Court McGee or somebody to beat Uriah Hall? Who who? No, it was
4: Gaslam. That beat it was him right Gaslam now. Uriah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It was uh, it was my first instinct. Uh, in the Ultimate Fighter, it's like a lot of times the guy you think is going to win doesn't yeah. win. So you you know you I don't think Jesse should be saying that he definitely is going to win the. He's got but confident, he fucked up. Hear, he blew yeah, it. Know. You know he blew it by kicking out that limo window and telling people he gonna supposed to meet in that season. I do not remember. Ah, Chris, check. I'm making you earn your money today, Chris. Yeah. To but Dana, you know, in fairness, uh, I think that was Forrest, and I forget who else was at Rampage, and he said uh, you gotta you gotta go. Uh, I think yeah. that was season seven. And he said, uh, you, you know, Dana's a ballsy guy, like you know, again he has those two big galutes with him, but he's still a ballsy guy to be able to he doesn't have a lawyer do it. Dana looks at you and says, Look, this is not working, you're out. You know what what do you think of karma? You remember Quentin Jackson's season when he'd make
1: fun of that big guy? He called him titties. Oh, I don't remember. Now Quentin Jackson's got some titties.
2: Does he really? <laughs> he's a little heavy. Why? is, it, is it, uh, well, he Let me see a yeah, Rampage see Jackson. He got a little, that little bit. You
1: see with his shirt off.
2: Well, he's still, he's still Rampage gonna, Jackson. No, no, listen, I like him. I'm I just wouldn't saying. Fuck that's cool. Matt Sarah said that, not I, me. I, I 100% said that.
1: Quentin. So don't, don't hit me if you see me with those big
2: fists.
1: You can defend yourself. i point is, My point is this. He was attacking that guy and calling him titties. Well, rampage. That, it, I mean, and listen. First of all, to his, def- in his defense, he is funny. It's one thing if you say things that aren't funny, but he was hurting that guy's feelings. He, he is a funny dude, though.
2: You know what? But all? if you called him titties, he'd probably like. Ah, oh, no. Do you want to breastfeed? Like, yeah, yeah. He'd rampage go with wouldn't it. be offended I don't by that. Think he'd be offended. Yeah, he talks a lot of shit, but he's a yeah, funny guy. He's a funny guy. So I think he'd handle it. <laughs> I don't think harm is bad if you're teasing somebody yeah. and you can take being well, teased. Well, that well, that's true. If you could take being joked that's about, true. and I think he could. Karma is bad for the guys that are fucking bullies. Yeah. And I thought you. Uh, was, I was talking yesterday morning on the radio show. There's, there's a, a a big scandal about this family, a YouTube family, where they were bullying their own kids and making uh-huh. prank videos about it. It's really sad. What like do you mean this bullying. Like this, uh, this, they were doing these videos where they were pranking the kids. But their their own kids were crying about it. But how is it? How are they? How's that a bull? Like, like the father was like bullying his son. Oh, um, and it was really, it's really a cunty move. But I thought of you while we were talking. But why about is it. that funny? That was it it, exactly. To be funny? It felt like it, it was, and it had a lot of views. But it felt I, like legit bullying.
1: I don't like that. I, shit. Nah,
2: I didn't like it either, man. Yeah. It was really. I, I thought of you though, like you. It would really have annoyed I, I, I you. I hate it. I,
1: I, I. Can, I there's nothing I like because it's usually miserable people. Or or guys that are just they not have they, they just want to feel good about themselves so they try to put somebody else down and it's that type of stuff and and bullies are just the worst type of people and then and, and I, I can and I despise them
2: but I don't see Rampage as a bully I see Rampage as a silly dude who can take being teased like, if you yeah. can take being teased and you like being made fun of and fucked with that's yeah. that's a different energy that's a fun energy yeah um you know because I love making fun. like Patrice O'Neill the great comedian Patrice oh, O'Neill who man. died Patrice people thought was a a bully but he was not because patrice would make fun of guys who are a lot bigger than him too and the loudest guy the in the fuck's room? a lot bigger than him He's oh yeah i've seen guy. patrice fuck with some big like legit stacked guys oh and, yeah yeah guys that could have fucking smashed him yeah. or or mentally big guys strong guys mentally oh, yeah. guys who are loud uh yeah. patrice would always go after them first he didn't go after weak targets like you know what i mean like that's a guy i respect a guy who yeah. can make fun of yeah, yes chris look at
4: uh, i think he was supposed to face amir sadala who ended up defeating C.B. Dalloway in the finale. there? I don't remember. So. It. By the way, we sk- We got cut off. We were talking about the Anderson Silva stuff. We never kind of wrapped well, up. Well, we did. Uh, you know, oh. in, in a way,
2: he just said that it's fucking crazy is the last thing he said. So I guess, look, I don't want an interim fight with him and UL. I'd love to see them fight, but I don't need an interim belt when the champion's going to fight. Like, when's he fighting GSP? It's, it couldn't be that far off. July, right? Mm,
4: I don't think July, I th- but it, within a few months, I don't. I don't think it's going to be what that. What are they long, waiting for? You know? I
2: think he said he'll wait till September. Maybe he's, I'm wrong with that, but I thought. Yeah, that's I what don't mind said. that. And uh, any word on Connor? A fighting? What's he doing? The whole fucking title. The thing's vacated now. I mean, not vacated, but it's just inactive. I should right, say. Right. Yeah. Inactive? What is going well, on? We can ask Poirier that? about
4: that too. But...
2: Yeah, I, I am. Oh, when's he calling
4: in? Poirier calling in shortly. Is it
2: Poirier uh, or 15, Poirier? I mean, I never know. I'm going to ask him. Poirier. It's Dustin, right?
1: Yeah. Dustin. Well, it's like Sydney okay Poirier.
2: It's Poitier.
1: I'm not I even try that.
2: I know, but uh, you know Dustin's uh, two recent losses. I have a couple of questions about what. They no, have no, in Dustin common. just came off a win. No, 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 but he did have two recent losses. He beat Jim Miller, but before that, before he lost that, to Johnson, and uh, one of his more recent losses was to uh, his most uh, other losses to Connor. Oh yeah, the Connor was a while ago. Though, but I'm though. saying those were, I think, his last two losses. Oh okay. Am Conor, I correct or incorrect? Conor Conor. Gone now. Yeah.
1: Right. Since
2: how since the <laughs> Connor fight,
1: though, he he won. I'm going to say how many, and then he lost to Michael Johnson.
4: He won
2: five in a row, then Dude. lost to Johnson, and then yeah, won yeah, yeah. Actually, so he had one with Johnson. His last two losses were to Johnson and, and right. And, and, and,
4: the, and these, the, he's five in ones and one since going to lightweight. Yeah, Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I wonder uh, why.
1: Well, I'll tell you what's interesting about this. First of all, I like the matchup a lot. And oh uh, boy, do I! They both they both Eddie have something. Alvarez. To oh Eddie. Well, right Eddie now Dustin did redeem himself after that loss, Sure. and. Uh, you know, he's had losses where he's like again, he lost to Connor, came back, went on a five fight winning streak and looked awesome and you know, I was there when he beat Bobby Green and
2: He lost his and, featherweight, right? Sorry, sorry, Matt. Yes,
1: and then he went on a tear at lightweight.
2: So now is, I wonder if it was anything to do with the weight, the weight cut that cost him that. I'm, I'm able to ask him, Matt. Sorry. Yeah, no. I mean then he then he got then he lost to
1: Michael Johnson. And then uh and then he went to beat Jim Miller, and Jim Miller is no no slouch, man. That's a feather in your cap, and he's always getting that got fight of the night. And I have a and, theory. Hi, I what is that about?
2: I'll bounce it when he comes when he calls in. Oh, you're not going to say it now? No,
1: I got a theory. <clears throat> I'm, I shouldn't do that in the. What is that about?
2: What? Me clear my throat, but go ahead. I Me mean, coffee does it. I know it does do it. No, it's not good.
4: Uh, would you guys mind if I read a couple of... Uh, people found me on Instagram. To, they're excited about the show, so you know they made it, a couple of comments. Don't you
1: know it always goes back to him, Jim? I know no, it does. All right, go ahead. Go on now. Something <laughs> tells me you're going to be mentioned.
4: Yeah. Yes. Uh, so Liam sent this to me on Instagram. He said, hey, Chris, the producer, hope you're well. The podcast is still mine and my brother's favorite. However, there's a couple of things I think you need to sort out. Ooh. Is his
2: brother's name Noel.
4: Yeah, this is Oasis. Oh, so great. Uh, Matt hasn't barked in forever, which is funny because you did oh, bark actually earlier yeah, in this I early. did bark earlier. Uh, and we feel this is unacceptable behavior and need to bark at least once a week.
1: P- and you know what? Some people hate it. I've really? had people before I got off Twitter, like, oh, I can't stand the He barks. And I, oh, I'm a grown man. I'm like, oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have fun on here.
4: Uh, and uh, then he says, number two, could you possibly give Jim a big old bitch slap for not bringing his tour to the UK? I'm going to. God, I talk
1: talk during it. I'm going Ruined to. everything. That was my fault. I should have given you a little wink ow, first. Oh, it hurt. Mm. All right.
2: <laughs> I am going to go to England. I don't know if anybody in England wants to see me. I think they no, do, Jimmy. Oh, me. by We're the way, fans. are people in Canada fans of Jim Norton? Let's hope so, because I'm going to be in Montreal. What oh, a plug. God, are you really? Uh, Doing two gigs, nice. my Canadian friends. I'm announcing here July 28th, 29th at the Montreal Comedy Festival at the Jesus and uh, two shows, like Ooh. one, one uh, the 28th, one the 29th at 9.30 p.m. Tickets are on sale. You can go to jimnorton.com or the Just for Laughs website. These are small theaters, so any UFC fans in Montreal that want to see me, come on out, and you will see me uh, doing my nonsense in Montreal. Too bad I'm not a stand-up. It's fun, dude. Because I'm a grappler. No. Oh, come on, but, man. But um, they're not all gems. But listen, <laughs> this is my point. I mean, I could be on the road with you. That would be great. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm, not, I'm literally not. Be afraid if I couldn't follow him, though. You know? I don't know if there's any. Like, I'm doing a bunch like Oslo and all these places in Europe yeah. uh the end of May 26th through the 31st. So I'm hoping that people come out and see me. I hope there's some UFC fans who were think, heard there.
1: Man, let me tell you something. I think you got tons of fans. I don't know. I think you do. I don't know, Matt. I think G- you do. <laughs> and, and I don't want to. I don't want
2: to. Give
1: give this away because it's not set in stone yet, but somebody might be in an upcoming episode of looking for a fight.
2: Well, if he's back from uh from Amsterdam in time, he will be, yeah. Are you talking about yourself in a third person? Yep. Okay. Well, I wasn't gonna say it was me. I didn't wanna blow the surprise. Oh, okay.
1: All right. Well, hopefully you are back. I hope so too. Because now I just said that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's so much fun you know? to hang with you guys. Oh, I
1: mean, listen, I have such a good time. And Dean Thomas, obviously actually, oh, he's not gonna be there. No, I know. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be able to make it, but, uh, that's why, uh, we need a third guy and, uh, you know, my, our, our hearts are set on you
2: and I would love to do, I'm going to be overseas. That's what I'm doing. My five dates in Europe. In you know, yeah. Norway and um, Copenhagen. So I'm hoping I'm back in time. I'm dying to do it. Copenhagen. Copenhagen. I've never Copenhagen. been to any of these places. I'd like to see it. It's a Nice 30 people per show, I'm sure, watching the kid go up there and read out his <sighs> career fucking decisions. And, and
1: really quick, how would it go last night? I know you're doing new material. Where were you last
2: night? Uh, just or at the Comedy Cell. I, I mean, it's been going great. Right where it's is it going the great. I went, West Third and McDougal. It's where Louis shot a lot of his show. I, I see. It's in, the, it's in the opening. of <clears> Louis. One seventeen McDougal Street. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great club because they're very honest, and they, I bomb a lot there. I've had a lot of jokes not work there. It's what you part of what you do. Yeah. But uh, everyone who works out, like you know, Louis, goes on there. Amy, Aziz, like whenever they're in town, or Seinfeld, or Chris Rock. Yeah. that's where they'll work out because uh, Gotham too, but more the cellar. I think I see yeah. them at. How long has that been around for the cellar? comedy <laughs> cellar? Early eighties. This pictures in the wall like of Andy Kaufman being there like nineteen eighty one. The um, 80s is when I, I think the stand up was like the most.
1: That was booming. the boom. That was that the was boom. That was the boom,
2: right? Richard Jenny theorized. You know, Richard Jenny, who passed away, committed suicide, unfortunately, was a brilliantly funny guy. Wait, wait, Richard. Yeah, yeah, I do. Really I great. Do. He theorized that AIDS had something to do with it. Like, people were going out and doing. AIDS hit in the 80s. And he thought, like,. People just wanted some like other activity. so here's stand up, hey, let's go out and do that. As opposed to a lot of clubs where you're trying to get laid, and it was. I read his, th- it wasn't a bad theory, it sounds like he was joking, but it, he actually wasn't. It was a really smart way to look at it. Why do a lot of comedians off themselves? It's it's not funny, I know a lot of funny I, st- about it. Well, you know, I, I've just I, I know at least six <clears throat> comics that have committed suicide, I, like personally, you and know seven, that. including present companies soon, so yeah, no, no don't I, say that. I tease, man, I winked. But no, you, I, I know a lot of guys that do it. I, I think the uh, Chris Rock once said to me, uh, people, he said, ignorance is bliss. He goes, that's why being a comedian is torture, because you notice everything. And he wasn't, he wasn't saying comedians are smarter. He was just saying, we, we notice. You notice everything, yeah. every slight, every inconsistency. It's like, ugh. So yeah. I think you just get sick of noticing things in yourself that suck. And
1: then what do you, then then that that's it? That's it, buddy. Huh?
2: That's all she wrote. I mean, I just see that, uh, a common theme. where i ask a like, question. Yes, Jimmy. If, if a guy goes on a date recently. Yeah. And a girl's talking. Go ahead. And she says, have you ever had anything shoved in your ass? And you honestly say, yes, I have. And then she cuts the date short a little later. Should you have lied? <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> oh, shit. Pop lock. Oh, boy. Yes, sir. Well, why would she ask that? Now? I don't
1: remember she how. I, I wouldn't it know. It wasn't me. If you ever had... Well, listen. I, I think I think she's way out of line. No, I think she
2: was on her loss. Right. <laughs> her no, no, no. It's, it's whoever the guy she was with. His loss. Oh yeah, for oh, sure. Oh, was it? She was yeah, lovely. Pretty. Heine, oh, tiny, tiny, tiny. Juicy. Mm, I'm a butt man. I got the hug goodbye though. The type of hug where they where they Roger Rabbit lady duck their ass back oh so your genitals don't come oh within four goodness. feet of them. Like my aunt has given me sexier hugs. Oh, I would love yeah. a Big, big heiny. Me too. Love I got I to pee. I gotta go. All right, I gotta a, a oh, pizza. What do you say we go in there and sword fight?
0: No! This is UFC Unfiltered with Jim Norton and Matt Serra. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken
2: Loans proudly supports UFC Unfiltered. When it comes to the big decision of choosing a mortgage lender, it's important to work with someone you can trust who has your best interest in mind. And with Rocket Mortgage, you'll get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. Don't waste time searching through stacks of paperwork. With Rocket Mortgage, you can securely share your financial info to get mortgage approval in minutes. You can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you get the mortgage solution that's right for you. Whether you're looking to buy a home or refinance your existing mortgage, you can lift the burden of getting a home loan with Rocket Mortgage. Skip the bank, skip the waiting, and go completely online at quickenloans.com slash unfiltered. That's Q-U-I-C-K-E-N loans.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, org number 3030. Matt, I know you don't. Here's the beautiful thing for anyone that missed out. Earlier, there was a dog bark. We took a quick pee break. A lot has happened here. There's a lot of shit that went down. (laughs) Now, there was a dog barking before. I don't know if you guys heard it a couple times. It's a little dog they have in the office out there yapping. It yapped once during the Cody uh, Garbrandt interview, and then Chris, the producer, ran out. And I don't know what happened, but I heard a yelp, and then no more barking. So Chris did something with his shoe. You're not going to
4: hear anything. Now,
2: in the bathroom break, Matt's out there talking to his uh, friend, yeah. And Matt gets yelled at. Some guy comes Definitely out and not shushes at. Matt. Definitely all not right yet, yelled that's a good point. I don't want to exaggerate. You that. wouldn't have tolerated that. No, I'm not. I don't like that. Matt li- gets screamed at. I don't like getting shushed either.
1: <laughs> We're not in a fucking movie theater. And, <laughs> and first of all, when I'm, I'm waiting in front of the bathroom, talking to Sensei Edgar, my... Um, mm. Sensei sense is my... Uh, yes. He's my... Um, Brazilian. Uh, affiliate. No, he's he's, he's Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico, sorry. He, he does... Uh, if you ever want to... If you're ever in Puerto Rico... And what is it? Carbarojo? How do you pronounce that? <laughs> Fucking, I don't it's know. It's the west side of the island. But uh I got I got like two affiliates, man. I you know why people get affiliates. Like if you're a jujitsu guy and you have like a well like established um uh like a name and whatnot, like people get affiliates like they're going out of style. But not me, man. I, I have to know my guys, because I'm not having somebody go own a Sarah BJJ school and just be some kind of asshole.
2: Well, get, get, so you know what get I mean? to know some people. I'll start one. I don't teach uh, jiu but I'll, I'll open I, one. Uh, you absolutely will not. Sarah BJJ. Why not? I'm you a good You watch Oh, Chip should do it. God, I, gotta,
1: I don't know why I got a problem with that guy. I don't know. Don't we don't? We don't You'll be honest. Me podcast. and you are like
2: two peas in a pod.
1: I I look at Chip's face. I want to smack him, and it's just, it's got a face like yours.
2: I know. And I love you. You got to be on the podcast. I don't know if it's gonna work out, Jimmy. I think it will. not It might why get a lot of views. What are you scared? No, don't do that. It's fucking. All right. God, I'm glad you back.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I don't know why, but yeah, I don't like getting shushed either. Because there's... <laughs> listen when we're on the phone outside, Jimmy. I know that Chip face. I no listen there's usually a sign says, a thing that says recording the thing was not say recording so what's his name I don't know the the big guy nice guy though but I don't want to I don't, don't want to throw Steep on the but the guy opens up the thing he opens up and he just puts like, his, his hand, finger to his lips wow. so listen we're not in a movie theater we're not in a library cocksucker get the fuck back in there before I kick you in there
2: yeah do you want it to fucking uh, that's what I wanted to, that, I could, that all went through my mind in a split second put your foot on his chest and just push him just to,
1: be like I just wanted to get his hit my hand and make like I was gonna like give him a high five and mush his face, push him in the door and fucking just kick it shut.
2: Yeah, right, I'm back, Jimmy.
1: I don't blame you. Right, why do I get so upset? Because you don't like being shushed. No, nah, don't You're shush me. Theater. I'm not a fucking child. You're a grown man. Right, hey, Listen, we're on the air. We're on the air. You know, How about that? Hey, hey Matt, we're on the air. i sorry. I didn't like that either. He I shushed Matt like yeah, Matt was a me. child. Like I'm a fucking bad child in a movie theater. Cream. How about this? Get the fuck back in there. and Shut the door. Just shut Don't even look at me. Shut the door.
2: Exactly. Fuck you and your finger Right. Just you like you were out there knocking on the door for Halloween candy. All right, I'm back. Wowee. Hey, 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 babe.
1: I'm back, Jimmy. Ooh, this, who is that? Can I tell you again? God this? damn, is she hot? Jimmy does <laughs> not. It's girl not, <laughs> not one way glass. I think you oh. think it's a one way mirror. No, they she's see us outside the, the window. They
4: see us. Pretty. Also, as we found out with the dog, it's not sound. You know, I mean, nah, they, can <laughs> they know. She
1: didn't hear. And sometimes they're playing this inside. So the one who shushed me, fuck yourself. <laughs> well, he can't. He's be he listening. Oh, he's in the other room. When you listen, he imagine if just shush you If you listen to this, the next time I come in It's gonna be very awkward. But seriously. Fuck you. You don't come up into digital media and talk to a man like Matt Serra nah, like that. No, nah, I didn't come. I didn't I didn't take the Long Island Railroad, the subway. They'd come here and get
2: shushed. Yeah. You understand? Mixed right. martial arts, pop culture. Exactly. He fucking, that was <laughs> you Mo know? Green. That was Mo Green. That yeah. was Mike talking to Mo Green. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. You don't talk to a, a guy. And Chris, the producer, should just walked out and they go, you don't talk to a guy hey. like Mo Green like that, yeah. Mikey. You don't talk to a guy with a second degree black belt like that!
1: Yeah, it's actually fourth degree, but hey, who, who's is it counting?
2: Who's counting? I didn't know that. You gotta ask Master Hensel Gracie. Edit that out.
1: Yeah. No, no, no keep
2: that in. No, no, here. Fourth. Put that in. Keep that in. Perfect. Fourth.
1: At least I think it's fourth. I gotta get Hensel Gracie on. Oh, you don't even know? All right, cool. No, it so it you is, don't know is. how should I be. Listen, so just all I know boy. is I'm taking limbs, I'm escaping back control. Um, <laughs> what, what degree would Master Hensel be? Oh fuck, don't 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 hit me with these tough questions. What do you You think, don't know though? your own masters. You know what I know? I know that Hensel's a bad mother jumper. Can he still tap you? I'm sure he could. Is he a, sure a six-degree black belt? I don't know. What's the highest? People might say that's sad that you don't no, know. You, don't know. You, don't... But you know what I do know? What? I know that he's my guy. That's right. I know that I take a bullet for him. Not a lot of people say guys shooting at him. Guess what I do? Jump right in front, like a
2: secret service. Oh, there's Laney. Huh? huh? Oh, who's the broad? Hey. Oh, who's the young lady? you know them or no? I know the one girl. Who I know Lainey. She? I don't who's know Lainey? who the blonde is, but who's she better Lainey? start introducing me. Who's Lainey? Lainey books a lot of porn stars. Ooh. Oh, wow. Who's Hi, that? Lainey. Young lady? Oh, oh, sorry. We got Dustin Poirier on the phone. Dustin, how are you? Good. What's going on? Good, buddy. Sorry, we're looking at a blonde out through through the window. Not me. I'm a husband and a father. That's what's true. up, Dustin? Matt's looking at me. <laughs> so, Dustin, uh, now is it? we, we I got two different versions of your last name. Poirier or Poirier. How do you how do you prefer it pronounced?
3: Uh,
2: Poirier. It is. I thought there so. Okay. Chris, the producer was telling us Poirier. I'm like, no, the R is not silent. Okay, man. So no. you're uh, gearing up for Eddie Alvarez. You're. It's a tremendous. You guys are the main event in the prelims. It's a tremendous card.
3: Yes. Um,
2: in Dallas, you're gonna have a lot of eyes on this fight.
3: For sure, man. It's, uh, it's a big one. A lot of people are saying the biggest card of the year. And it's awesome because, uh, you know, I grew up six hours away from there, the six hour drive. So uh be kind of close to home.
2: And Ed- you're fighting you This is Eddie's first fight since uh, losing his belt to Connor in Madison Square Garden. And I was at that fight, and I've said this before. It really seemed like the moment, because Eddie is a very tough guy, as you know. And it seemed like the moment got to him a little bit or overwhelmed him or whatever it was. Um, how did you feel? I'm sure you saw that fight. What were your feelings on that?
3: Yeah, you know, I think uh, he fought like he, like Eddie usually does. Well, you know, it depends. Sometimes he goes out there and wrestles more. But he kind of fought like he usually does, lunges in with his right hand. And, you know, Conor just countered him. Clean, smooth.
0: And
2: you had, uh, you also, you lost, the, the, the thing in common with your two last losses is uh, Conor and Michael Johnson, both are uh, southpaws, and both kind of, uh, did they get into your head a little bit? Does what? M- meaning, were you you were a little bit angry because you've talked about being an emotional fighter, and were you right. react were you reacting more out of anger against those two, which might have
3: hurt you? One hundred percent, yeah, I definitely was, and I know that, and I've you know I've, I've addressed that, and you're gonna see a cool, calm, collected fighter uh, next weekend, man, it's going to be something beautiful.
2: How do you address that? Like, is it something that you like, and not to be corny, but do you go to therapy for that? Or do you sit with your coaches or, or how do you say like, I can't allow the anger because it it feels right, but it's hurting me in the moment.
3: Right. Yeah. It it makes me do stuff that I normally wouldn't do. It makes me (laughs) make mistakes. You know, I'm way better fighter than that. And when I, when I get mad and get emotional and, and fight with a lot of emotion like that, I, uh, it blinds me a little bit and make big mistakes. But, yeah, you know, I, 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 uh, I have a mental coach and just growing as a person. I have a daughter now. She's teaching me patience. It's just life, pretty much. Life makes you better.
2: And uh, is it bad for guys to know that that gets to you? Because at least you were very open about it. And is it bad now that the guys can know, like, hey, we can do this to this guy and put him off his game a little bit or think they can?
3: Nah, because ultimately I'm in control of of me, so whatever they do, you know it has to go through me. To I have to be the one to make myself upset or emotional or angry. But I'm in the driver's seat, bro.
1: Okay, that's good. And I'll tell you, you do a really good job. Of a lot of guys, when they when they stumble in there, they have a hard time, you know, getting back up on the uh, on the horse. When you lost that fight to Conor, you came back and you man had an impressive. Five fight win streak, which was awesome, and then, you know, you get a little bump in the road, which is uh, which is the very respect, uh, respectful, uh, respectable uh, Michael Johnson, and uh, and then you came back and had fighter of the night and a great performance versus Jim Miller. So, right. what what do you think that is, man? When you do a little stumble and you come back and, and you're looking better than ever, because some guys don't they don't possess that. That's right.
3: Yeah, man. I, you know, some guys can't come back from a loss. You're right, but I just have self belief and. And I just stay true, you know. I'm I'm in really in this sport to to win it and and be in it for the long run. Uh, it's a marathon, you know. So um, I just pace myself and and just believe in myself. This is it's tough what we do, man. Fight the best guys in the world. One mistake, you can lose. And uh, you know, I always go back to the drawing board, reassess, make make adjustments. And um, I think every time I lose, it shows the adjustments are made and and I come back better.
2: And when you, well when you lost to Connor you lost at uh, at featherweight so did the jump up to lightweight did you have a tough weight cut that time or did that affect you at all in that fight cuz you like you said Matt said you went on a 5 fight win streak when you jumped up.
3: What what fight? The Connor fight? Yeah. Did did, did Yeah, every time I every time I cut the 45 it was a tough weight weight cut, you know. Uh, I walk around 180, 180 so wow. it, it was every every cut was tough.
2: And uh Jim Miller you had an injury in that fight? uh what exactly happened to you and how are you
3: i'm fine uh the, the muscles on the right side of my shin got super swollen and uh there was a lot of pressure built up in there they call it compartmental syndrome or something like that i think and uh it, you know if, if the swelling doesn't go down it could damage muscle and nerves and stuff like that but everything's good and everything was great there's no breaks or nothing like that it was just swelling really bad
1: now you know you've been in in Eddie Alvarez's shoes before with that big huge spotlight on. You're not to bring that shit up again, dude. I I, I hate the cuz you did go back and you redeemed yourself. You had that you you had that, you know, five fight win streak like I said and I I was there for your Bobby Green fight. You had some great great fights in that in that streak. Oh. Now, now Eddie's Eddie's where you're at. You know, Eddie Eddie got embarrassed. So Eddie Has And Eddie's a warrior, but there's no mistake about it. So Eddie's definitely, you know his mindset now is, hey man, I not only have to win, I have to make a statement Mm -hmm. because that wasn't me at MSG last fight. That's how he has to go at this. So, I mean, does it make any difference to you knowing that he's like, you got the monkey off your back again. Like in other words, you lost that fight with Michael Johnson. You boom, you went back and you redeemed yourself. I'm not saying you're less hungry, but how does it feel knowing that this guy's coming at you? Like, look, man, I I need to win this fight.
3: You know, uh, that doesn't have, have anything to do with me, honestly. You know, it's it's up, it's up to him. I'm going to fight my fight. If he's going to be in there emotional, thinking it's all on the line, this might be his last fight. You know, if he's going in there thinking that, then he's going to get his ass whipped. If he, if he's going in there thinking smooth and clean, he's going to get his ass whipped either way. You know. Uh, Like I said, I'm in the driver's seat, man. Tune in next weekend.
1: And it's funny, and it's on the uh, it's 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 headlining the uh, FX uh, prelims at 8 p.m. Eastern. And we talked about that on here because we were talking about that. And Jimmy's like, man, how come this is not on the main card? And I, and we, and then we were talking. I go, I I feel because you, first of all, a lot more people are going to see it. On, on fx and then they're going to be like yo that's why they have this this is an amazing matchup with you and eddie so i'm thinking that's the last fight they're going to see they're going to be wanting the to buy the pay-per-view so that's why i think you're in that spot do you give a shit about right. not being on the main card or
3: nah you know how it is in the old in the old days uh if you're on the main card you got big sponsorship money and stuff like that but it's a different day and age in the ufc now and uh i kind of rather fight fight there I get to fight earlier, get done earlier, get to watch the rest of the fights. You know, you know how it is when you fight late on the main card. Yeah, it's, it's one o'clock when you are getting out the arena. You're scrambling to find everybody, and you know you got family waiting on you out there. This time I'll be able to fight, get back to the locker room, take a shower, and, and enjoy the rest of the show. And uh, like you said, <clears throat> it possibly more people are going to watch this fight on on the prelims as well. Yeah, well, the money's always, the same. More yeah. people are going to see it. I'll be done early. Well, yeah. well you know it's good.
1: It's funny. I've always felt the same way when I used to fight. I fought the prelims a bunch of times, and I'm like, yo, I never, I never gave a shit. I'm like, good, man. Get it done with. That's funny.
2: I have a question for you too, uh, Dustin, just to go back one more time because it was something about your, the psychology of what you said. You said that it really you fought angry, and Connor smiled at you backstage the night you were supposed to fight him, and that really messed with your head. Was it a sarcastic smile, or was it just like, a, hey, we're, there's the guy I'm fighting smile? I don't know, man. Oh, you know? Okay. I, I was.
3: Yeah, I don't know.
2: I was curious about that because that was such an interesting quote that you said that that got into your head. I, I love the fact that you're very uh, honest about that because a lot of guys don't want to talk about the things that bother them or the things that affect them. Right, man.
3: I, I honestly, I have nothing to hide, man. This is fighting. What what can I hide? You know, everything is going to be put on the line and showed. Nothing can be faked or, or lied about once we get in there. So, you know. It's all good.
2: What do you think about the state of the division right now? I mean, uh, you know, you got Connor's not fighting right now. Khabib is in limbo. Uh, Dos Anjos is going to welterweight. Nate's MIA. You know, what do what do you think?
3: I think I have a get past Eddie next weekend, and I have a clean, a, a good chance of of being right there with the top of those guys. You know.
2: Yeah, I mean that's a very tough guy to get through uh, next weekend. I don't know why Eddie hasn't fought since then, if he was waiting for the right fight. But it it does seem like uh, everything is kind of up in the air, and there's a lot of room to advance uh, to whoever wins this fight.
3: No doubt about that, man. uh, uh, This is probably one of the craziest divisions right now, with uh, them maybe making an interim belt and then the champion not fighting. And, uh, yeah, uh, no telling what's going to happen. Anything can happen in this this sport, man. So we'll see in a couple months. But after this next weekend, it'll be clearer.
2: Well, this is uh, on the uh, – this is, I believe, May 13th. Am I correct But that, Chris? May 13th in Dallas on the uh, uh, um, uh, JDS uh, Miocic fight. And we're looking forward to watching you fight. You and Eddie Alvarez headlining uh, the FS1 uh, prelims. It's the FX. FX. FX prelims. Sorry, FX prelims. And, um, you know, you're a great fighter, and Eddie's a great fighter, and this, is, uh, this could easily be a co-main event. So I'm really looking forward to this one, Me man. Me
3: too, homie. I, I appreciate it, man.
2: Okay. We'll talk to you again, Dustin. Take care. Thanks, Dustin. Thanks yep.
3: Bye, buddy. Take care, man.
2: Yeah, there's so many good fights in that car, man. man. That one I'm really looking forward to. But I I don't know why I I had written that question down about that smile because I I was really curious as to his uh, ability to talk about that stuff. So many guys get bothered by things, whether it's this, whether it's that, but they don't open up about it. And uh, he's like, no, man, here's what it is. No, it's true, man. I can't wait to talk. Are we talking to Eddie next week? Yeah. I really like Eddie Alvarez. And I
1: really want to hear his take on that fight. Hey, that's true, man, because we really, I don't, have we spoken to him since his fight? We've not. No. We have not. So that's very interesting. I really want to see where his his head's at because it was such a beautiful fight by Connor. and, And it really just put him into that status of holy shit, man. This guy's, he is, he's talking shit, but it really just was so perfect for him. And it was such a disaster for Eddie. And Eddie, you know, Right, it's such a this is why this game is so devastating. The fight before that, he became champion. He beat he beat that's RDA, it. yeah, man. And uh that's no easy easy uh faint And he did uh, easy um uh task and he did that. It was it was the first round, man, and he man, we were there for that.
2: You were there. It was a Thursday night fight, yeah.
1: Man, that was something else. And then he went from that to that, so it's such extreme. I mean, look, look at look at look at Luke Rockhold That's right. from beating my guy Chris Weidman and having a fantastic fight, getting caught by Bisping, uh, and then losing to Michael Bisping. It's just such a extreme highs and lows.
2: That's why anybody who puts together a streak like John Jones, where as far as I'm concerned, he's undefeated because of his one loss was that he was destroying. Uh, was it Mitrion? No, it was Matt it Hamill. Was it was Matt, Matt Hamill. Hall, yeah. uh, with, with the elbow. I mean, killing him. Yeah. And uh, so as far as I'm concerned, he's undefeated. Yeah. It was like Fedor for a long time uh, had lost one fight on some weird disqualification yeah. that he should have won. Like the guy should have disqualified. <laughs> You know, it's so hard to put together a streak of more than six. Because now, you know, Anderson Silva had the streak for what, seven straight wins or seven defenses. Yeah. And you realize how amazing it is what Demetrius Johnson is doing or anybody oh, yeah. who's winning more than six or seven fights in a row. Al Al, Al-, Al- Quinta has five fights in a Does row. Does he have five in a row? Five?
4: Yeah.
2: I'm just
1: plugging my boy. Well, I understand. How's All he right. doing after this whole thing? Dude, he's on vacation with his, some chick. He's doing that guy. Listen, for him. the guy's living life, you know?
2: But, uh... Our experience with chicks is probably a lot different. Al probably has a much easier time meeting ladies than I. How we threw it for that guy. Look at him. Look at that guy. I are supposed to say, Hey, He's Jay. He's a bit of a
1: bad boy. Oh, what? I'm supposed to give us a guy? Yeah, you're not supposed to say, No, look no, at look at Jimmy." <laughs> Jimmy, you know what we got? Personality P for personality. You know what
2: personality gets you? What? In a room with Chris and Matt. Vagina? And no. I'm married. Are you happily? <laughs> I always throw that in there. I know. Go ahead. You're happily married, I want to man. sound like an animal. No, you, know, you sound like a good I guy. am an animal. I am. By the way, Cub Talk Swanson revealed he broke his hand oh, no. in that Artem Lobov uh, fight. It's the 10th time I've broken my hand right now, so it's been a little bit of a problem. I was only throwing single shots because he had the hardest head. Every time I was hitting him uh, by the third, fourth, and fifth rounds, every time I hit him, my hands were just aching, turns out. One of my hands was, broke. tough motherfucker, man, Cub Swanson.
1: He's delivering lately, Jesus man. Christ. I'll tell
2: you, last couple of fights are just, woo, fun. He is. A, just fun. What a tough guy. Oh, and, uh, and Cyborg and Invicta uh, and uh, FC Women's Featherweight Champion mm-hmm. Megan Anderson have verbally agreed to fight each other in Anaheim at UFC 214. The UFC has not made an official decision on a bout between the two of them at all. And uh, Nate Marquardt against uh, uh, Vitor Belfort has been announced. Has, is there a date for that or no? Uh, yeah, that's UFC 212. Yeah. Oh, Aldo vs Holloway. Okay, great. Yeah, in Brazil,
4: and that should be Vitor's uh, retirement fight.
0: Is he so
2: retiring?
4: Yeah, he, I mean it's the end of his contract, and he it seems yeah, like that's the he, retirement. You know.
2: Okay. So. Who got, else is on that card? Sorry, man. Go ahead. That's
4: the Holloway. Well, Holloway Aldo is the main uh, event. Sure. Anderson
2: is supposed to be. On oh that my card. god, that's right. Yeah. Which was the main event? Ho-
4: Holloway Aldo that's is the main wow. event. yeah.
2: Unless Anderson fought GSP.
4: Yeah, but I don't know. I That's mean, sad. if he, yeah, he can't be ready that quick. I don't think GSP wouldn't. So I see
1: Marco Polo's fighting in this fucking thing versus James Vick. That guy's got to be tough, Marco Polo. Yeah. You know? Growing up with that th- name? Growing up with that name? Yeah. The guy must have hated the pool. <laughs> 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 Let's go swimming, little Marco. No, mama. <laughs> Uh, come on don't you want to go to the beach
2: no, no. I don't
1: no I want to go to the playground <laughs> just, why Marco Polo why, why, why we, am I an asshole why do I, make, why do I make myself laugh Jimmy and nobody else you, you make me laugh I enjoy you that guy look like he's having a good time no, look, no he doesn't fake smile, he smile, the good time All right, guys.
4: Oh, well, this was fun. Marco! It's fun! Oh, by the way, on that June 3rd card, <laughs> Claudia Gadea versus Karolina uh, Kavalkovich is also on there. So That's a good, that's a good card. Where's the what June 3rd
2: card? It. It's in Rio
4: de Janeiro. Oh, basically. right. The, the uh-huh. Holloway Aldo. Yeah.
2: Okay. Ah, that is a great fight. I'm looking forward to uh, Andraj against Yanjejic. Uh, yeah. I'm looking,
4: oh,
0: yeah,
2: listen. In Dallas? Oh, he's had a good fucking card. Who else on there? Frankie against uh, Yaya Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. And who else is on that main card? Uh, I don't have it. In Henry Sheruto. Versus uh,
1: Sergio Sergio Pettis, which is right, a good fight. right, right. And
2: yeah. dude, Damian Maya versus uh Masvidal. Oh my
1: Mads God, Nadal. Masvidal! Yes, dude, that
2: is, dude. Oh my God, yeah. I'm going to be, I can't wait for this. How do they have so? I, and I say this every week. Forgive my redundancy. How does UFC have so many fights that I like? I have a
1: party at the Sarah House again.
2: I'd love to make it. Yeah, you're invited. Oh, I hope so.
1: All right, I'm. I'm. Tell, listen, I didn't tell my wife yet, but I'm going to have a party. <laughs> Maybe I'll bring you lady. Usually, I got to check my wife. Chris, the producer, you're going to be invited too this time.
4: Oh, I'd love maybe to I'll bring I bring a young like lady.
1: The guy in the, what a young lady. Can I bring a young lady? Yeah, I'm not, I don't judge anything, Thank you. but just don't not 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 what a really. I don't want to have to explain things to my kids too early. I, I don't understand. judge. <laughs> bring whoever you want. No, I understand. But don't not with a bulge in the pants. Yeah, no, I go, what the, the, the nice lady had the wallet in the front pocket. I think I get No, I understand. I'm only kidding. Bring whoever you want. I don't judge. I'm not
2: that way, Jimmy. I accept you for whatever. <laughs> Don't be upset, Jimmy. No, bring what you want. I'm debating because I, I have nobody of any gender to bring. Nobody any wants to come. <laughs> <laughs> nobody wants
1: to come with me. No, uh, maybe listen, if I go to Matt Sarah's house. Well, come. I am looking forward to it. I mean, again, I feel like, yeah, I feel like too, a little pal. kid. I have to tell my wife first. Well, you know, it's, you know, You're not the one who's got to clean up. No, she doesn't sound like that. No, she but she does. Happily married man. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been I've been uh, we've been having a lot of relations. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy, good. last night, last night.
2: Do you like that before you go to sleep? Oh, t- does it help you knock out?
1: <sighs> Ugh, love it.
2: How long did you last? Love it.
1: Uh, it wasn't bad. I 10 mean, minutes? Yeah, you don't want listen. You don't want to make it like, you know, it doesn't have to be my third workout of the day.
2: I understand. It's just a good time, man. It's I don't ever break time. a sweat.
1: Oh, no, I was sweating. Oh, I'm not. How? <laughs> I was, I was, you know, breaking into a gorilla stance. Don't, I'll tell you later on. Please Listen do. to me. Uh, everybody, I think
2: we're almost done. I agree. I you got know, to again. This was a fun one. It always is. Don't um, forget the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, team Garbrand against Team Dillashaw. We've heard from TJ. We've heard from Cody. They are at odds. A great, great season for the Ultimate Fighter. And we also have... Um, I guess we're plugging the the main card yes. in Dallas. That was great to talk to Dustin uh, that, uh, Poirier. That's fighting. for the May thirteenth, March thirteenth, uh, May thirteenth. I'm sorry, yeah. yes, in Dallas, fighting um, Eddie Alvarez. Who we're finally going to talk to next week. Who I really am dying to to catch up with after that that loss to Connor. This Really is. An I amazing felt really card. bad for him.
1: This really is an amazing card. I feel bad for him too. But not that's,
2: that he lost, but that he went out like that. Yeah. You lose a fight, you lose a fight. But that you, you know, that's and, not how he wants to well, go. Out. You
1: know, he's got he's got to be a man on a mission. Yeah. yeah. You know,
2: well, because the opposite
4: swing of that, like if Eddie beat Connor, it's just like a life changing win. You know what I mean? Not yeah. that being a champion isn't great, but you know, it's tough. Hey tough man. To to it's
1: like a, in other words, Chris is saying it's a it's a tough sport. He's not wrong. Yes, he's definitely not. He booed my erections before. <laughs> that, I'll tell you right now that might have been the that might have been the
2: best thing he ever did. I don't know did. why he did. All I said, matches broke. No, right? I, I did not. How does that not get booed? What's matter? Matt's farts don't get booed. But I get booed. All I say is, I have erection
1: problems. <laughs> I got a little whoopee cushion. I'm, 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 I'm sitting on it. I'm not really doing that. All but, right. uh, and listen, uh, while, while we're giving plugs, only because I never mentioned, I told you I got a couple of affiliates. Let me give them some love. And if you're, if you're in Myrtle Beach, you might be traveling through Myrtle Beach, visit my buddy uh, Frankie Patches over there at Myrtle Beach. Sarah B.J.J. Myrtle Beach and also Sarah B.J.J. Puerto Rico you can look them up on Facebook I like to give love because these are my guys man these aren't strangers I met through through the internet go hey can I do an affiliate who knows maybe, maybe I'll do that one day but I'm not going to listen these guys are good guys and uh, they know how to teach some uh, some jujitsu I love jujitsu
2: but yeah, we know yeah. that already we established great at it.
1: Yeah, well thank you yeah. uh, that's all I got that's Jimmy. all I got
2: too this was fun thank yeah. you guys uh, thanks to Cody and Dustin for calling in Thank you, Matt, for being you. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, that dumb dog, for barking and the nerve of that guy to shush Matt. That will be handled. Exactly. (laughs) Bye, everybody. (laughs) Goodbye.
1: Imagine bold, naturally aged Tillamook cheddar slices melting over a burger eating thick-cut cheddar shreds straight from the bag. It's nice to dream about cheese for a bit. Tillamook Cheddar. Extraordinary dairy.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well.